What's up, people of the Overlap? Uh, my name is Mark, and we're about to get started on a whole new series where we're interviewing a bunch of artists. This is going to be the very first one, um, and I'm really excited to introduce this artist. Alongside me, I got my co-host, Mr. Ben Robinson. What's going on? Um, before we jump into the introduction, I'd just like to give a quick shout out to Quinn Murdoch if you're listening to this. Um, thank you very much for uh, providing the connection here. Without him, I don't know if this would be possible. So, Quinn, thank you again. That's my guy, man. Best basketball <laughs> captain I ever had. Yes, <laughs> Shout out, Quinn. So, uh, without further ado, as you just heard from, uh, this is Julian Mendoza. Uh, would you like to give a quick introduction on yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, so, hi, everyone. My name is Julian Mendoza. Um, I am from Gloucester, Massachusetts, um, about 45 minutes north of Boston. Um, and I don't know, I like to consider myself um, somebody who likes to try everything. Um, I am a dancer on top of being a mu musician. I'm a basketball player. I'm a poet. Um, I just like finding uh, the beauty in everything I can get a hand on. So um, I feel like I reflect that in my music. Um, I categorize myself um, as maybe mostly um, a hip hop artist, if you want to label it, but um, I'm very inspired by jazz sounds, um, by R&B sounds, um, by soul music, um, even by folk music. I listen to folk music as well. Um, so I really like to uh, transcend the, the confines of genre as we know it when it comes to creating my art. Um, and I don't know, I'm just, just glad to be here. Yeah, I mean, if anybody's listened to your latest album, which is what? Closer Than They Appear is my latest album. Came out uh, the last day of the year last year. <laughs> yeah, so if anybody's listened to that album, um, you can clearly tell that everything you, that Julian just said about uh, how, yes, he might be a hip-hop artist, but there's a lot of other um, inspirations there. It's very, very obvious. Um, and so I don't know if you want to go into that album at all a little bit. Um, I know Ben specifically had a, one question about that. Yeah, no, definitely. I was just kind of curious just, you know, what it means to you, what went into it, kind of the process behind it. Um, I know it was kind of a difficult time this past year with the pandemic, and I don't know if that's also affected how you put out this album or your craft in general. So yeah, if you could just kind of speak to that, um, that'd be great. Absolutely. So um, the funny thing is before I had any interest in making music at all, um, I'll tell you the story about how the, how the uh, album name came to be. So I remember I, I was just like driving with my mom in the car or something like that. I was really young. And like, you know, the little thing on the, on the, uh, the, the mirrors, the side mirrors that says uh, objects in the mirrors are closer than they appear. And I, I said something like, that's like so poetic to my mom. Is, is that like, is that like a literal warning or is that like something that's supposed to be like special or like mystical or something yeah, like metaphor that? yeah yeah exactly like a metaphor um i, I was a kid at the time so i i had no conversation right. yeah um, but she was like uh no nah, nah, that's it's, it's supposed to be literal and i was like oh that would be like a great album name or something like that like that would be great for like music or something like that so come the pandemic um i'd been writing for um, like since the beginning of high school, um, just like rap lyrics, but I'd never really made music of my own. Like I'd write over other people's beats, beats that already existed um, and stuff like that. But pandemic came, um, I was really 
like uh, restricted obviously during quarantine from what I could do and I'd been thinking about making music for a while um, and I was just like yo like I, <laughs> I'm gonna t- I, I'm gonna take advantage of this time that I have and at the same time I was also super sentimental at the time because like I'd been missing um, so much of what had made life beautiful for me uh, prior to that because so much had been taken away so just in the in the process of being sentimental I thought back to that time when I was a kid I was like I wanted to call an album closer than they appear um, and then that like title in itself um, invokes themes of, of reflection and uh, sentimentality so I sort of use that as a framework um, when I started writing this album um, it deals with past romantic relationships that I've had um, it deals with worldly condition that was very much on my mind this was also at the height of um like the the revival of like black lives matter protests and um the george floyd murder um and uh just thinking about like um conflicting um consciences um just like war like internal warring uh just themes of general reflection so um, the way I've summarized it to people before is like the album is about affirming that our past actions and relationships like both do and don't define us in different ways. Um, our experiences will always be part of us. Uh, so if we act like our past selves um, and our past mistakes are entirely done away with, like we sort of ignore the fact that being our best selves is a constant effort that we need to uphold. That, that's sort of the skeleton behind it all. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, it's really clear, um, especially on your both your intro songs, uh, that you do a lot of introspection um, and sort of think about that, all that stuff. And I don't know about Ben when he was listening to this, but I almost felt that like this would be a great album to literally just like listen to start to finish, almost like like people who love to like just get high and listen to music. I felt like this would be like a perfect one, not just because of the sounds, but also because of like the stuff you were saying on the album. So that really yeah. me just kind of adding on to that. So when I did first listen through the entire project, it was, yeah, I got right after work and just went for a walk around, like I'm in Davis Square right now. And uh, yeah, it just kind of made me think about life in a way that I really hadn't before, just never really took the time to, which I think is extremely special with your music. Yeah, as Mark said, the sounds and the production, everything on it is great and it kind of, has a transcendental feel to it, but then also the lyrics and your blending. It's just kind of like life. You blend all your experiences and turn it into something beautiful and it, you're in charge of that. And so I, I definitely got that absolutely from your music. Um, so hats off, it was definitely, definitely very impressive and a joy to listen to. Thank you so much. It means a lot to me that you could take that from that. Um, yeah, I'd say my stuff, like I started as being, uh, like I said, just just a writer and very lyrical. Um, so that's definitely still like the foundation for what I do, everything. Like uh, I have um, vast appreciation still for music that might have like less substance. Like I listen to that sort of stuff too, but the stuff I really like to do is like the stuff that grabs the soul and like resonates with people, which is because that's the music that I love the most. I listen to a lot of storytelling music. Um, all stuff like that so um I, I i consider myself a very like emotional person as well so i i feel like i try to get that across with my music 
I think you did that really well. I mean, honestly, I feel like listening to this album is like listening to just you. Like, it's what we get on the album is Julian Mendoza. At least that's how I felt. And even on the songs that maybe I, I wouldn't necessarily call it fluff, but like ones that are easy to listen to, like I felt like there was still some message that you were trying to say, and it wasn't just like, oh, this sounds cool. Like I got this, I want to say to it. And every single one you brought something different to, which I thought was really cool to it. Thank you. Yeah, that definitely stems from a lot of the music that I listen to. Like if you, uh, like one of my biggest inspirations is like, uh, say J. Cole. Um, like I listen to, like you can see the poster out there, J. Cole. Um, I feel like he's done such a good job at making a balance of like songs that bang that you could like play in the car and like knock your head to. Um, like, um, but they like have these important messages and like artists like Kendrick Lamar do that really well. Um, I, I think that. Um, the best hip hop artists now know how to balance uh, that like a vibe that you can get while also not compromising um, like the substance there is to it. And they managed to not make it corny, which is like the thing that I try to do so hard. Like I don't want to fall into the trap of being one of those artists who is like preachy and like corny and stuff like that like i just want to like make good art without trying to be like a messiah or something like that <laughs> yeah no nah, i think you definitely accomplished that well um i think that's honestly a good segue i mean you were starting to talk about uh j cole and kendrick's who i assume are a couple of your inspirations uh who else would you say is your inspirations whether it be in rap or something else Sure. Um, so, uh, I'll first of all, I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna list off like some that come to mind, but then I'll I'll, I'll, get, get, it, I'll get get into a couple of them um, in more detail. So, uh, J Cole is a huge one. He's probably my favorite rapper. Um, but right behind that, in terms of um, a favorite of mine, um, but maybe even more inspirational to my sound is Smino. Um, if you don't know Smino, please check out Smino. No, anyway, that's facts. Gotta got check him out. Is like elite, elite, elite. Um, Rory um, is an artist who um, I've not only listened to a lot, but um, have met in real life um, and have had a lot of conversations with on, on Instagram. He still follows me to this day. Um, one of the one of the realest celebrities I've ever met. Um, and uh, he does what very much what I'm trying to do, which is like the genre transcendent sort of thing, um, where like not only is he like a hip hop artist who like fuses it with like folk sounds and like R&B sounds, but he literally um, like his most recent album was a straight folk album, which is something that you don't see a lot um, with like when you think of like rappers and hip hop artists. So that really inspired me. Um, Love Earth Gang. Um, they inspire my style as well, my fashion. Um, yeah, I love I can tell that. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, but I, I love, love, love their music and Spillage, Spillage Village as well, um, JID and, and all them. Um, I real quick putting you on the spot. Don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. You have to pick one from Earth Gang or um, Spillage Village. Who is it? One artist out of those yeah, two? Yeah, just one. Johnny Venus. And Johnny Venus? All the way. Yeah, he's. Right. Outstandingly versatile. He's 
yeah, he's super inspirational to me. So like, if we're talking about individuals that inspire me, he's probably top three. Um, so uh, shout out to him. Uh, Dominic Fike is huge for me right now. Um, I love his music. He's had a hell of a month too. Um, he went, yeah, like two years ago, he was um, literally sneaking into concerts, like broke. Uh, he was in prison not too long ago. And in the same month, he released a collaboration with Paul McCartney and Justin Bieber. In, in like, slow tie and like literally. Slow tie, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. How does that happen? Denzel Curry, like. Right. Remy crazy. Wolf, like, everything. It's crazy to me. And it, I just love seeing that. And he's Filipino. I'm Filipino, by the way. Um, right on. Filipino, and so is he. Um, so that's very uplifting to me. Um, another Filipino artist who very much inspires me um, is Yeek. I love Yeek. Um, R&B artist. Uh, I love Masego. Um, I love Uno Hype, um, who is this rapper who has been working actually um, with a lot of guys from from Spillage Village. Uh, I found out, found him through Instagram, which is cool. Uh, talked to him a very very little bit. Um, I love Tom Mish, uh, London based. Um, I'd say R&B artist, but very funky guy. He just released like a jazz album. Um, I love Jordan Rakai, um, who's another R&B uh, artist located in New Zealand, who's sort of like Tom Mish. Um, and I guess the, the last person I'll say off the top of my head, um, Esperanza Spalding, um, who is a, a jazz musician. She's um, she's a bassist um, primarily, but she also sings. She was playing a lot in my house growing up. Um, and she's probably my favorite jazz musician since jazz is um, a huge part of what makes my music I'd be remiss not to mention it yeah that's dope um, I guess this would kind of just be a good time then to ask you Mount Rushmore of artists who, who you got more of artists across all of music uh, it can either be rap it could be R&B because you say you um, are so heavy on that right now, or it could be everything. Um, it doesn't have to be current artists, could be any time. Here's what I'll give you. I'll give you my Mount Rushmore of artists who have impacted me the All greatest right. over my life. Um, yeah, that's why Mount Rushmore isn't necessarily who's the, your top four Yeah, because I think that's an impossible question. I yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, who's best just comes down to personal preference, so, yeah. end of the day. For sure. Um, number one, out undoubtedly Michael Jackson. Um, Michael, ja I was not only a super fan of Michael Jackson, like when I was like from like ages like ten to thirteen, probably. Um, yeah. I was like a straight up impersonator. Like that's how I started dancing. I like learned all his routines. Um, I know the lyrics to almost all his songs. Like it's like it was it was heavy. It was heavy. Um, so definitely Michael Jackson. J. Cole's got to be there, um, my favorite rapper. Um, I got to put... Um, I'll put Eminem there because, truth be told, I hated hip-hop before Eminem. Um, I could not stand listening to it. It was never in my household, and I feel like that was a big reason for that. But um, Eminem... Um, is the first rapper that like resonated with me, uh, which is funny because my style has stepped far away from 
like Eminem right. style. Sure. Yeah, po- polar opposite. <laughs> yeah, polar. very, very different from um, what Eminem does. But um, like, I gotta mention him because he's he was the guy who started it all for me in terms of hip hop. Uh, very cool. And then for um uh, maybe. I'll say Miles Davis to round it out. Uh, Miles Davis, the uh, not only the trumpeteer, uh, but a tremendous, tremendous jazz innovator. Um, he was uh, somebody that my dad showed me very early um, growing up. Um, he was one. Uh, his kind of blue album is one of the albums that I um, would listen to over and over and over on my stupid iPod Nano uh, that hardly worked. Um, and uh, like later in my life, like I took a, a history of jazz course in college, um, and I learned just about, like more about his innovations and how he changed over time. And he he was never like an old head. Like he was always um, accepting of new forms, didn't want to revisit the past, and always wanted to keep experimenting. Like he released like a hip hop fusion album when he was like an old dude, right? And a trumpeteer. It's like how are you gonna do that? Um, but like that was something that I thought was super, super cool. So, so Mark, not to kind of jump on okay. you. Yeah. Step on you right now. Um, so you mentioned you're in college. Are you still in college and kind of what's your plan going forward? Do you think you're going to pursue this music as full-time career? Um, yeah. What's your plan, I guess, looking forward? Um, so I am still in college right now. It's my last semester um, of senior year, uh, which is very weird to say. Um, but in terms of plans afterwards, um, to quote Anderson Pock and Bruno Mars, I'm gonna leave the door open. Um, it's like I I have a lot of venues that I feel like I could pursue very realistically, um, whether it be journalism or music um, or just any form of writing I'm open to it all um, and I'm sure I could come to love it all um, it's just about um, sort of what co- what comes to me first in terms of a reasonable opportunity during this very weird time of getting a job absolutely um, yeah so right now my mentality is just like work as hard as I can um, in in the passions that I have um, and reap the fruits of my labor, like work as hard as I can without compromising my mental health and my happiness and the rest will follow. And it's worked out for me so far. Yeah, definitely. And you were saying just over quarantine, that's when you really first started kind of putting out music and taking it seriously beyond your kind of writing stuff down, right? Mm Yeah, very cool. Yeah, so it's probably pretty tough then to get into, con- like, as a performer in concert venues and stuff like that. Um, and I I know, Mark, again, I don't want to step on your toes here, but I, I was talking to Quinn, um, and he mentioned how you were on Dame's Instagram Live, right? I wasn't on his Instagram Live, so... Okay. He, maybe he gassed me up a little bit, but okay. he was, I have been, so if, you, if you're familiar with the 4 Bar Friday Instagram um, yeah. account that highlights 
rappers and stuff like that. I've won either once or twice. I think I've won twice um, the competition. Okay. So I've been featured on their page like se several times. They don't just feature the winners. They feature like the really good ones. Right. And then they feature the winners like later in the week of the competition. But they do a competition like every week. Um, I've entered a handful of times. Um, they've liked myself and reposted me a handful of times. And I won a couple times. Um, and that's gotten me some good exposure um and it was it was really nice affirmation for me for sure because there's a lot of people who do um, those competitions and stuff like that. far too humble clary i'd be <laughs> leading with that yeah, honestly that's insane <laughs> thank you thank it's you good though. Yeah, getting, the, getting the credit that you deserve i like to tell myself that i like to think so <laughs> awesome yeah and then I guess I was also kind of curious, just, um, so you mentioned how you're talking with Rory, right? Mm-hmm. Every yeah. now and then, a little bit. Yeah, here and there. Um, do you think there's any potential maybe making music with him, or are you looking to him more as like a role model type, just picking in his brain? I gotta earn my stripes first, to be honest. Um, I know he's super busy um, with a lot of stuff that he's doing. I know he's working on an, last time I checked at least, he's working on an album um, with Outkast's original producer, wow. um, like main producer. Um, I think it's gonna be more hip hop oriented. He described it in a comment section that I read, like light a fire under your ass music, as opposed to some of the more like soft, like folk stuff that he was doing. Right. So, uh, I know he's very busy at the moment right now, um, but who knows what the future will hold. Um, yeah, it's. I, th I think I have to work my way up a little bit, but I, w I would love to um, if the opportunity ever were to arise or if I could create the opportunity. Yeah, nonetheless, a good resource to have, you know, that's, that's awesome that you guys have that level of communications like, so far. Thank you. Yeah, he's, he's been super real to me. Um, very good dude. Uh, and yeah, I'm very thankful for him. I don't, if this feels too invasive, don't feel like you got to answer, but when you talk with him, is it something that you look to him and be like, hey, what should I do with this? Like, does he listen to your stuff at all? Or is it more just like helping with the industry type of thing? Yeah, so, um, and I don't even want to gas up our conversations too much. Like, it's never even like that extensive. Like, um, the vast majority of our conversations since we met in person, um, we're just like ex exchanging a few words um, and just like little conversations here and there. The last, um, the last conversation I really had with him was at the end of my last semester where I reached out to him um, about uh, a school assignment actually that I was working on. Um, I was in a, um, a class called Politics and Music uh, and my sort of like final exam essay sort of thing was um, to respond to like an artist's song and talk about their like, it's like political implications and uh, like stuff like that and like analyze it and respond to it. Um, and uh, I did the song Forbidden, no Forbidden Knowledge, um, which features Big Crit uh, by Rory. Um, and I was like, might as well ask him directly uh, like directly ask him some questions like at the source uh, wouldn't hurt so I DM'd him I was like yo like I'm writing an essay about forbidden knowledge right now it's like five years after the fact um, is there like 
uh, now that like the world has changed in so many ways and like people are looking at things differently would you like rewrite the song in any way anyway or have you shifted an opinion at all or stuff like that and uh he was like no actually i wouldn't change any of it like it's good just the way it is it, it resonates um it, it's, it's it's still resonant um as much as it was back then is, is sort of what he implied um, so um that was pretty cool for me to get his input uh for when i was writing the essay um but it was also um affirming to me to hear that from him because i i know a lot of like what's going on in the world is just really people showing their true colors as opposed to people changing it's cool so talking about change um <laughs> what do you view as an area that you really want to grow in as an artist um well first and form foremost I need to learn how to produce. <laughs> I can I can't do hardly any any production, honestly. Um, and one of my New Year's resolutions was to start producing my own music. Um, one of my inspirations, um, Jordan Rakai, that I mentioned earlier, um, once answered like a question on his Instagram story where somebody asked like like how do you create your own sound or something like that, and he was like, produce your own music, um, which it makes sense because you're not taking cues from anyone else you're really just working off of your own creativity and that's something that i really want to try to do even though i feel like i've accomplished that to an extent i feel like i could take it even even farther um, so that's a big thing but i'm always just trying to grow my my versatility and my musicality um my singing is definitely a work in progress um, i'm finally in a place where i feel pretty confident as a singer and that's more then I can say um, that I then I could say like a year ago I feel like my singing has improved tremendously with the gazillions of long car trips that I've had just belting my belting my lungs out um, all alone. Uh, but yeah, just like becoming a better musician. Not, I feel I feel very confident in my ability as a writer um, and as as a as a rapper um, in terms of. Uh, just like the lyrics I write and whatnot. So right now it's just about finding the musicality and, and pushing my boundaries. Yeah, I mean, like we met, we talked about it earlier. I mean, you write very well. It, um, it comes off really, really relatably because you are just talking about yourself and your opinions. Um, for me, I honestly would kind of have to agree. I the one thing that kind of stuck out to me was your singing a little bit. I think it's got like a good baseline. Um, but I think if you can take that to the next level, I think that'll be huge. Um, it almost kind of, when I was thinking about it, I almost thought about how like earlier on his, and you guys are very, very different artists, but early on in his career, Freddie Gibbs would try and sing and he like couldn't really do it that well. And then next thing you know, he works at it and he's got a Grammy nominated album as someone who's not even necessarily well known by the mainstream. And I don't even, personally, I don't even know if it's something you gotta take it to like, this like Grammy level of being able to sing, but almost like I look at someone like a Rex Orange County, I don't personally view him as someone who's got like this amazing voice who's gonna knock you away, but it's like really good at being good enough that you're like, ah oh, no, this song is just perfect the way it is. And I think that with your voice, I think, and the music that you, 
music style that you're making i think that's almost like the type of thing where it's like if you can hit that next level it would wrap everything together so. yeah thank you um and i think uh bringing up freddie gibbs is is perfect um with what i'm i've been thinking of because i i actually think of freddie gibbs a lot when it when it comes to uh rappers trying to expand their musicality like i feel like freddie gibbs like delivery and like rap style is very suited for like the griselda stuff like the hard hitting yeah. um, like pure hip-hop i feel like that's what his voice is made for but what i really respect about freddie gibbs is that uh, whether it be like Mad Lib production or the Alchemist production or um, just like whoever he hops on, it looks like he really looks for these beats that are melodic, sort of have a, a beauty to them um, that sort of transcends what you think about like hard hitting hip hop. Um, so I feel like he's another person who's still sort of figuring out how to be a vocalist over that type of stuff but i think it's he's definitely developing yeah and i think not to cut you off but i think yeah. what's awesome about like looking at him is that like he was still putting out great work regardless of the fact but then it's like once he took that next step you're like you saw it play out and it's like dude this is like classic right here oh yeah oh yeah yeah his music has reached like damn near god tier in a lot of ways um but uh yeah like even like an artist like j cole um is like he's he started out doing the singing thing and it was very rough but he's progressively gotten better and um he described to me um at a, at a show i was at um of his i went to the for your eyes only tour he was like um like you guys have heard me sing like it's somewhere between pretty good and like absolutely fucking terrible like <laughs> he said that himself and i was like that's a really good description of it it's like not conventional um, yeah and then like tyler the creator does like the same thing where like he just started doing that whole singing thing and like he he's like not to bash him but he's really rough as like as like a singer um but he makes it work with the music that he does so it's brought out my confidence as a singer knowing i don't have to be like technically perfect. I don't have to be Jeff Buckley to be like singing on my music. Like I can make it fire while it's sort of a working process. Yeah, absolutely. And I know for me, I'm just really excited to see you be able to snowball it and grow it into where I think it could eventually reach. Thank you. Yeah, no, it kind of your sound reminded me of later Mac Miller in a way where I mean, obviously on swimming, but then also Divine Feminine, you have this kind of evolution and blend where you do have the melodic sound, but then you can also go in and drop a few bars here. And, and it's just such a great balance. And I think it's really cool. It's a unique skill set that you have to be able to mesh the two. Um, definitely, we're seeing it more so now, like you said, Tyler, the creator, for example. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's really, really cool how you blended the two. Um, they just complement each other extremely well. Thank you. That Mac, that Mac Miller comparison is insanely flattering to me. Um, and Circles, um, his, his latest Beautiful. album was, I can't tell you like how impactful it was for me. Like it meant a lot to me that that released. Um, and I mean, he released that, I think, 
like while I was already like working on the album uh, on Closer Than They Appear, but when it came out, I was like, this is like what I wanted. Like this is the exact type of sensitivity and like beauty right. in my hip hop that I want to encompass. So it was super inspirational for me. Awesome. And so kind of along that same line, do you currently have a favorite song or the most meaningful song that you've made? Um, now that we're kind of diving into sentiment. Most meaningful song that I made. I think for me personally, um, the one that really tugs at my heartstrings the most is Better Today. Um, so that's something that uh, I wrote the hook like years ago. Like I was literally like taking a walk and I recorded it in on like a, like a Snapchat or something like that. And I like saved it or whatever. Um, but uh, that along, it, it was the same process as Feel Me, uh, where I sort of recorded over another beat first and then sent it to one of my producers, shout out Jazz Altman. Um, and like he took like my acapella uh sort of like performance and built like piano and stuff around it based on like the vibe that i was giving off like we have really good brain chemistry i feel like where he knows what i'm thinking and like i sort of have a prediction for the sound that he's gonna make um so i did that um and then i have my brother's girlfriend who i love very much um doing the background vocals on that um, and uh, an artist actually that um, I met through Four Bar Friday. Um, shout out to Trey Bounce. He's a, the rap feature on that song. Um, he gave me one of the best verses that probably I've ever heard. That's one of my favorite verses um, that I've ever heard. Um, I'm probably biased, but that's the truth. Um, and. Aside from just the, the, the content and the subject matter and the lyrics, it's just about who I was working with. And I, I didn't mention like a like a, a handful of people. There, there were, were quite a few people who worked on this song. Um, but uh, these people meant a lot to me. Um, so that combined with the sound, combined with the lyrics that I wrote that I feel like are like really came from the heart. Uh, it's just something I can go back to and think about and smile. It's good. Absolutely. Oh, that's awesome to hear. Thank you. Yeah, I personally loved that song. Um, I mean this in the best way possible. It felt to me like a song that should be performed like on the street or like at an open mic or something like with a really intimate crowd. And it just felt really personal and something that you like want to be a part of in like a small group setting. Thank you. Yeah, I would I would love that. And I've, I've definitely had that in mind too. Um, I tried to make it sound very organic. Um, so. For sure, for sure. Yeah, definitely accomplished that. <laughs> Sorry about this. Um, do you have something specific that you want to ask about? Oh, you're muted, Ben. Yeah. That's my fault. <laughs> too many, too many cars driving by. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, actually, I was just kind of curious. So now that you're into the industry, kind of getting your foot in the door, 
from what you've seen, is there anything in particular that you would maybe want to change or maybe something you really enjoy about it, um, either end of the spectrum? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, my disclaimer would be um, I'm still very new to this and there's still so much I don't know and I haven't dealt with like labels or anything or any contracts. I'm I'm totally independent in every sense of what I'm doing, so I don't have a lot of experience with it. But um, I've certainly heard things and there's some stuff that I know. Um, in terms of what I would change about the industry, um, yes, I wish that labels and whatnot wouldn't be like manipulative of artists and like try to take advantage of artists. Um, but that's something I feel like is like uh, common knowledge. Like most people who think about it sort of know that they're sort of like sneaky and fishy in certain ways. Um, but another th thing um, that I wish is on the other end of the spectrum, uh, I wish musicians would more often think like critically um, and pursue like uh, business literacy to avoid uh, being screwed over. There's a lot of artists um, where, it's, where it's not their fault even. Like a lot of these uh, hip hop artists especially like come out of the trenches, like they come out of nothing um, and they don't have like people to guide their decisions and they don't have the education to know what they should be looking out for legally. Um, so they get taken advantage of. Um, but what I would like to see in the, the industry and in education in general is just like, if not out, outreach, then just some program that will help educate people trying to be creatives when they um, enter the industry so that they're not just making their art but are also business businessmen as well right I, yeah as many streams of income as possible and understanding the what you're dealing with yeah. um with that being said obviously there's a trend rise in indie artists that because of all those reasons you just laid out with record labels do you think you would fall into that category or do you think it right deal comes along possibly sign or no adamant i'm gonna be indie for life it's my music i want everything to it um yeah i'm definitely not adamant about being indie for life so labels right. come come with your offers <laughs> um, but at the same time like I, because i'm aware of like how these labels work how these contracts work um you better believe i'm gonna be cautious about it and you better Absolutely. believe that i'm gonna uh, be vigilant and check out what you have to offer and talk to the right people before I make any decisions. Um, there's no m amount of money you could offer me to make me sell my soul. Right. Um, so um, I would love the opportunity to get into a deal that benefits uh, both me and a label um, or a higher up, um, but it has to be the right deal. Absolutely. So we'll see. Absolutely. So just looking at your future career in the music industry, is there, or let me say it this way, uh, five years down the line, where do you hope to be or where do you view yourself? And as a kind of follow-up, more or less, would you ever consider doing a band or like a group or do you want to just stay exclusively Julian Mendoza? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to start with your follow-up actually. Um, so. I would love nothing more than to have a band behind me. Um, 
I, I, whether it just be like a backup band under my name or just to be part of like a musical group or collective, it makes no difference to me as long as we're making music together. Uh, not only is collaboration like maybe my favorite part about making music, but I just like, I love, love, love live music performance. Um, and like the hip hop live performance um, that I've seen, um has been um like unbelievable uh so definitely in the future that's one of the first things that i want um that i want to make happen um other than that just within five years um well first of all i have no idea <laughs> but where i could see myself realistically being is somebody who I don't know is like cool with I'm saying I'm such a realist that like I'm not saying like oh I'm gonna be the next Drake um but like I think I can get to a spot where I'm at least like conversational with like B-list celebrities on a consistent basis and um and talk to and and pursue like realistic collaborations with artists that I really like that might have um, a few tens of thousands of followers on Instagram maybe um, a couple hundred thousand um, Spotify listeners uh, per month um, so I definitely um, I, I understand how cutthroat the industry is and that talent won't always get you everywhere. Um, so just taking it one step at the time, but at the same time, I, I believe in myself. So I think that I I have what it takes if I pursue that avenue to to get people's attention and, and, and do something from it. I don't think I'll be a nobody. Very well. Seems like you got enough on your plate that you're doing, that you'll be fine by then. Um, but you did mention uh, that you want to be making music with a certain level of artists. And I don't mean to steal your thunder, Ben, but is there a specific artist that you kind of have as your dream collaboration? Dream collaboration out of anyone I could pick? Well, let's go, let's go dream collaboration out of anybody you could pick. Or, and also your dream collaboration for that like tier that you were talking about. Hmm. Um, dream collaboration out of anybody I could pick. Either, I'd say either J. Cole or Andre 3000. Um, those two are the ones that come to mind. Um, they're both they're legends um, and they very much could complement my style aside from just being great in their own right I'm thinking of artists that I feel like I could make um, a really great song with um, so I think those two for sure in my niche uh, if we're talking about within a five year span who I think I might have a shot at working with um, I really hope I can do something with 
Um, maybe Uno Hype at one at some point if he stays right where he is. I I have a feeling he's gonna blow up and get very big. Where in that case, scrap that. I'm gonna have to play catch up. But right now, he's an artist with thirty thousand followers on Instagram. Um, like a, a couple hundred thousand listeners um, per month on Spotify. Um, and um, he's somebody who like I've had like very brief conversations with. Um, so I know he's a real dude, uh, like a like a like a, a stand-up guy. Um, so I feel like if there's anybody like prominent um, who I have a chance at making a collaboration with, maybe it's somebody like that. Um, as long as as long as he likes my stuff. So. You know, hype. You heard him. You gotta get that collab. <laughs> if you hear this, please. I love Soul Glow. I love it. <laughs> His album that just came out. <laughs> Julian's not the only one who wants it. We want it too. You heard him. You heard him. Yeah, um, Mark, go for it if you have something. No, you got it. I'm. Uh, I think I'm actually all right. All right. Yeah. Um, my one final question is just kind of what's next. I mean, kind of talked about it briefly earlier. I mean, got you're at the end of school, but if you could say, or I guess what's coming up next for you that you can definitively say to look, we should be looking out for. Sure. So actually, tomorrow at midnight, um, or more specifically, like Thursday. Um, I have my remix uh, for Feel Me coming out uh, to celebrate the month of its one year anniversary. Um, so the Feel Me remix uh, features uh, Davion, who is a who is an Atlanta-based singer um, who is best known for um, appearing on uh, J. Cole and Dreamville's Revenge of the Dreamers 3 um, album that went platinum and was Grammy nominated. Um, so this is uh, very big for me as somebody who's very new um, to music, um, but uh, she did a rendition of my original hook of the song. It sounds unbelievable, um, and that will be releasing um, at midnight Wednesday night, or um, just like Thursday is the release date, April first. No April Fools. <laughs> we'll be on the lookout for sure. Yeah. Um, thank you. Um, and then the other thing that I have um, coming up is I'm working on a uh, joint EP with um, a producer and guitarist named um, Adam, I think it's Chessie, you pronounce it, C-H-E-S-S-I-S. Uh, -S -S um, he is, I believe, located in London. Um, we've only met each other um, through Instagram and online. Um, but um, we have what's probably going to end up being four songs on this EP. They are all like sort of like lo-fi-ish beats, uh, very like soothing, relaxing beats. But my delivery on each one of them is distinctly different. Uh, so. It's, it's been fun sort of combining my range of versatility with like a, a cohesive like instrumental project. So that's something to look forward to. We we're gonna drop a single, I think, earlier than the rest of the EP. And I, I don't know when any of the dates are gonna be, 
but I'd say just look out for it within the next few months. It's been it's been good. Yeah. That's awesome. Tapping yeah. into kind of all your potential, just keep on developing the craft. It's really cool to see moving on. Like, yeah, that's every great artist just continually, you know, develops, and that's awesome to see. Thank you. I I love it. I love what I'm doing, um, and I've been hesitant to call this a passion before. Um, I I sort of thought of it as a hobby um, for a while, something that I wouldn't really take seriously. But then I this has been an inequitable experience for me in terms of um, making me happy and feeling fulfilled so safe to say it's a passion now that's amazing thank you great to see what you do what you love um so before we get out um where can people find you yeah so um you can find me uh firstly on instagram um my handle is julian j-u-l-i-a-n dot i dot mendoza m-e-n-d-o-z-a uh julian dot i dot mendoza um and real quick we're gonna put everything in, in the bio we're gonna um we're gonna put put it up here somewhere um yeah. but yeah okay. sorry go on yeah um sounds good so uh that's my instagram uh you can find me on all streaming platforms as Julian Mendoza. Um, let's see. Probably not going to give out my Snapchat, but if you really want it, it's on my. It's in my Instagram highlights. So if you care that much, it's there. <laughs> um, oh, I'll give out. I'll give out one of my emails in case there's any producers out there who wanna who wanna advertise their beats. So the email that I tell people to send music and whatnot to and, and reach out um, is men dot jul123 at gmail.com all right that's that's all awesome um julian thank you so much for being on here we're honored to have you as our very first ever interview and hopefully uh many more we look forward to seeing where this all takes you thank you so much it means a ton to me uh that you um reached out and that i could be here uh to participate so um i hope i I did my job uh, the way you were expecting me to. And uh, yeah, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. And Wednesday night into Thursday, we'll be watching for the remix. Excellent. I really hope you like it. I think you will. We will. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you as well. All right. Take care. I appreciate it. Make it easy.